to the Total Car Score podcast, bringing you the world of cars from inside the car. And now your hosts, Carl Brower, Lauren Fix, and Javier Mota. Well, here we are outside Istanbul, Turkey, and we have Anton Wallman, one of our regular guests here. So how are you, Anton? Good to be here. Thank you. And uh, we are here with Alvor Seidman, who is the president of the, let me remember correctly, because, well, you tell your title, because you're going to uh, say it better. Than I'm me. the chairman of the Turkish Automotive Suppliers Association, oh, and welcome to Gebze Kojeli. Okay, I, I, was afra- I was afraid to say the whole name <laughs> of the city. Uh, Turkish, I uh, haven't learned much in these uh, past two days, but uh, really fascinated by uh, what I've seen in just a couple of days. Anton, you have more experience here in Turkey, but uh, what you've seen here, the automotive industry is really, really strong here and growing, right? Yes, it's growing and it's very strong. Uh, you can see that on the performance. I mean, we are the leader uh, industry in the last 16 years in a row uh, in means of exports. Uh, one sixth of Turkish exports uh, is uh, from automotive industry, uh, either uh, as vehicles or auto parts. So we may say it's a success. Yeah. And Anton, you've been uh, coming here to Turkey in the past, uh, I think, a year, a couple of years, and uh, you also see the potential here in general economic terms, right? That's right. I think maybe we should start by giving people the big picture of the essential numbers for the size of the Turkish automotive market. Numbers that include just the overall total production. I think it was about 1.3 million vehicles per year. Although our capacity is uh, almost 2 million. Yeah, so uh, capacity closer to 2 million, production is about 1.3, right? And of those, I think you said you're exporting approximately 800,000 vehicles per year, is that correct? Correct. Okay, so that gives us a basic flavor of roughly the size of that part of the market. But then when we dig one level deeper into the area where you're spending most of your time, which are the parts, uh, can you give us a, in a, in a, a context for the size of the parts market and to what geographies do they go? Did you say that that was about $15 billion a year? Uh, $12 billion last year and uh, $14 billion will be this year. Okay, and then more than half of that goes to Europe first yes, and foremost, correct. and then after that is the North American market, and that's basically the most of uh, most of the export uh, uh, volume. Yes, I mean uh, the car manuf- I mean one of the strength of the car manufacturers in, here in Turkey is the supplier base, and of course we are not only uh, manufacturing and selling our products to our local customers, car manufacturers, but we are selling. Uh, them globally. We are not only exporting from Turkey. We have uh, in uh, over 40 uh, countries uh, different investments, which is not included in that export figure. Uh, That means, I mean, the business model is right now, I mean, is changing. Uh, And we are seeing the benefits of that change or transition, uh, especially nowadays because you cannot supply the world uh, from Turkey. You have to be present next to your customer and uh, that should, we should reduce the uh, supply chain risks and logistic uh, problems. And as we were, uh, o- we have already made that investment before pandemic, I think uh, we are in a good position right now 
and we are seeing the results, positive results. So going back to the association here, you have uh, 400 and uh, plus uh, 480 companies, uh, 200,000 em uh, yes. job uh, em employees. So this is uh, something that obviously didn't become what it is today overnight. So Correct. let's go back a little bit to history because we, we visited Ford. Uh, yeah, Ford Motors, Ford Auto the Auto joint venture. The joint yeah. venture, Ford. So, the and that joint venture, venture started in uh, 1928. So I guess, was that the beginning of, of, the, of what is we're seeing here today? I mean, uh, in 1920s, I suppose there were only handful manufacturers, yeah. auto part manufacturers. Everything uh, has changed in mid 1915s when the government decided to, let's say, uh, encourage local production. Uh, of course, it has started first with the car manufacturers, uh, the, uh, let's say, global brands came uh, to Turkey like Ford, uh, uh, Fiat, Renault, and then uh, the first production uh, for, uh, it was only assembly, uh, car assemblies. Right now, uh, we are almost manufacturing 80% of uh, the cars in Turkey. Uh, and uh, with the growth of the gro uh, automotive market, of course, uh, there were new entrepreneurs from Turkish side uh, who were active in home appliance business, seen as, as uh, saw an opportunity in uh, automotive industry, or who was in textile industry, uh, decide uh, saw the opportunities in manufacturing car seats, uh, who was in uh, let's say manufacturing uh, stamping parts for construction or architecture so uh, that there's a high potential uh, with their uh, machinery park also for automotive so it all started i would say mid uh, 1970s also that's the uh, year uh, when our uh, association was founded by 11 entrepreneurs right now we are, have more than 480 uh, members. I, I just want to underline one uh, important, uh, let's say, difference in the last uh, decade. In the past, we were uh, just accepting uh, let's, companies who can manufacture parts for cars. Uh, but uh, first, we changed our, uh, let's say, uh, association rules, and we started to uh, uh, also uh, accept the membership of engineering companies who are just uh, selling services because uh, design yes design and engineering also was also an important asset of Turkish automotive industry and nowadays software companies who are actually uh, not manufacturing any part and have very limited uh, manufacturing but uh, they are also I mean uh, and uh, our last member, for example, is uh, the uh, latest investment of uh, uh, battery production in Turkey, a joint, uh, a joint venture with the new Turkish automotive uh, company and uh, Farasis. There was one thing that you mentioned in your presentation earlier today that I think if I could have you expand upon, and you talked about the latest turn in the market, the latest change in the attitude in particular in Europe toward Turkey you know a few years ago a decade ago say almost uh, there were some negative feelings and so forth but you said 
most recently, maybe in the, just in the last year or so, you said there ha things have taken a new turn for the better in terms of, in particular, Europe taking a new look at Turkey in terms of uh, trade relations and as a supplier base for the automotive industry. Could you expand on why that may be the case and how this is manifesting itself? It was, I think, mid-2000 uh, that people are uh, uh, just creating the story around local uh, globalization. And uh, Turkey was a, always a good partner of European Union, and uh, the, our customers were all, uh, they are reviewing their strategies in means of globalization. And they were somehow putting the question why shall I buy from Turkey instead of buying from Far East? I mean, from China. I think they have seen uh, they have seen that, uh, or they have answered this question in the last two years, or they have <laughs> reviewed <laughs> their strategies. Uh, uh, during the uh, COVID times, uh, they saw that. Uh, every country prioritized his own uh, needs. domestic yeah. needs and limited the exports and then the the logistic costs increase and even uh, though if you pay the uh, logistic costs the the duration of uh, getting the material yeah. took instead of four weeks uh, eight up to 12 weeks instead of that uh, they saw that there's a, a partner to ready uh, to supply uh, and to have always uh, as priority in the uh, production, which is Turkish automotive uh, supplier base. Uh, somehow, uh, I have to say this is in parallel with uh, the Turkish uh, history with the European Union, uh, let's say, story. We, we applied to uh, European Union mid-1950s, and that was reconfirmed in 19 end of 1990, uh, re-reconfirmed in uh, 2004, and it didn't happen. And if you look to the expansion of the European Union uh, geography, uh, companies, uh, sorry, countries which reform or reshape their democracy in mid-90s became a member of the European Union. Yeah. Now, I mean, we are not uh, politicians. We look uh, to the uh, value that we are creating for the world. So we see that uh, Turkey is, again, not the alternative supplier for uh, European automotive industry, but first choice. And uh, now that you have proven your I think I have answered your yeah, question. No, absolutely. Very, very interesting. Very and now that you have uh, done this successfully here in Turkey, you're exporting kind of the same process to Mexico, for example, for the North American yes. market. And you mentioned there like how many companies from 18. Turkey producing in Mexico uh, because of the, basically all the manufacturers, uh, Audi in Puebla and BMW in San Luis Potosí are creating their factories. So you're exporting your success methods from here in Turkey to North America via Mexico. Uh, let's put it that way, we are combining our performance with the local performance. Uh, I, uh, first of all, the, the reason why Turkish uh, manufacturers, car parts, uh, auto parts manufacturers went to Mexico is mainly their uh, main customers 
started operations over there and because of the global platforms uh, they ask that uh, they start manufacturing in uh, Mexico because of the NAFTA regulation because of the local content issues yeah. and also because of the uh, because of having one supplier globally in uh, for all continents uh, it uh, it started I think meet uh, again uh, beginning 2010s uh, my company was one of the pioneers to start production and we had uh, we have a partner a local joint venture uh, with a Mexican company uh, we brought the our technical knowledge we brought our uh, uh, customer or we brought so-called customer contract and with their local operational uh, uh, expertise we are uh, we were uh, we succeeded to supply not only Volkswagen but we also have uh, new customers from the United States and this is uh, our case is not the only one uh, as I told you there are eight, uh, 17 uh, more different Turkish companies investing and uh, I personally think that's the only way to do business with North America you cannot supply from uh, Turkey I mean if we speak about the being uh, preferred by uh, customers uh, instead of Far Eastern manufacturers because you are close to them, you cannot say that you, you, sh uh, you should, pref uh, instead of being local in North America, you should supply them from uh, Turkey. Yeah, it will be, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be that efficient. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, Anton, we unfortunately have like a couple more minutes, but I want to thank you because you were kind of uh, the link for us to come here. Uh, so thank you based on your experience in Turkey. That really helped us. And, and again, um, thank you for your time. I think it's very eye-opening. I was talking back to someone in the U.S. Like they were saying, like, how is, how is it? They were, everybody was very interesting in, in coming here and seeing what it is. And... Uh, I wish we could like have like three more hours or something of your time, but because it's really fascinating what you're doing and 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 uh, really changes as uh, Anton was saying before, not only the opinion from one continent from the whole world in Turkey. I mean, uh, I'm very glad that you enjoyed uh, uh, the time you have spent with us. Uh, I mean, w once again, uh, Turkey is a a partner of US, partner of Mexico, and partner of European Union, and partner of uh, the, uh, the globe. So, uh, and the Turkish automotive uh, supplier base is ready to fulfill the requirements. Uh, I mean, one of the most important things I have to underline as the last sentences, two things which uh, differentiates us from uh, our competitors, flexibility and resilience. I think that's uh, the result of these two, uh, let's say, characteristics are also reflected to the numbers in the uh, recent years. Hopefully, uh, we will also have the same success during the time of electrification. Well, we'll see that. <laughs> I think uh, based on what we've seen, I think you'll be successful too. Thank you. Thank you, Anta. Good to be here. This was great. Thank you. 
thank you for listening. For more, check us out online at TotalCarscore.com.